Hello everyone, I am Tundeko. Welcome to this week's podcast. Today, I'm going to be talking about uh, living up to other people's expectation. So I've titled this podcast, Whose Expectation Are You Living Up To? Now, I want to add a little bit of um, information to that title. So let's, I'll put it this way. Whose expectation are you living up to? To the detriment of your peace, your sanity, your joy, your freedom. Now, do you know that God has called you to a life of peace? God has called you to a life of freedom. God has called you to a life of joy. And if we are living to, up to anyone's expectation at the detriment of the blessings of God for us and on us in Christ Jesus, then we are literally enslaving ourselves. We are literally throwing away the, the, the good things, the blessings, the freedom, the joy that God has given to us. Now, I'm not trying to condemn anyone because I kind of still struggle in some areas of my life where I'm sometimes catching myself trying to live up to someone's expectation. So this is not to accuse anyone, but this is a kind of a wake-up call to help us recognize how we are throwing away the peace, the joy, the beauty, the freedom that God has given to us in Christ Jesus. Now, talking about uh, the people we may, whose expectation we may be trying to live up to. Now, one of them, our parents, right? Our parents may have certain expectation of us, which is kind of good, provided they are positive expectation. Probably they want us to succeed in what God has called us to do, or they want us to um, be settled. I mean, when I mean settled, to get married to someone who will love us and who will care about us. They're not bad expectations, but at the same time, uh, some parents unconsciously do compare kids' um, abilities and they have a lower expectation of some children or some of their children who may, who may not be performing up to the standard or the level of other children. And because they have a, a low expectation of certain children, and when such children have that sense of a low expectation from their parents, they don't tend to push themselves or tend to stretch themselves to bring out the best out of them. So when I'm talking about living up to your parents' expectation, can you now see that it's not just about those high things that they expect from you, but what about um, the, your parents who may not expect too much from you and as a result, you are not pushing yourself, you are not working to discover the potentials of, that God has given to you. So either way, either on the high side or the low side, I mean, how are you responding to the expectations your parents have of you? Now, our spouse too can have an expectation of us, so simply to be faithful. Uh, but so, because we live in a kind of a fallen world, and um, uh, a lot of people have had some kind of a faulty perspective as to what success means, you know, a spouse may be um, expecting their husband or wife to um, achieve some material possessions that they cannot afford or try to push themselves to uh, to live a life such that they project a status that they cannot afford. So as a result, uh, some husband who may love their wife so much and want to uh, live up to their wife's expectation as a uh, as to seeing them as a successful, uh, as a responsible husband, may begin to do things they ought not to do. You know, trading away their 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 freedom, their integrity, their joy, just because they are living up to their spouse's expectations. So that's a negative one. But there are also 
possible one, like I said, you no know, faithfulness. Each, um, each and every one of us who is married should ensure that we are faithful to our spouse. Our children also may have expectations of us. You know, uh, they may want the best things in life. When they say, when I say the best things in life, maybe material possessions, and uh, if parents are not careful, they could get their children could uh, kind of coerce them indirectly to go on credit or to start buying things that they cannot afford, bringing the uh, family into debt. You know, especially when children begin to compare what they have with that of other um, other kids in school or church. So parents, we need to be mindful of of this. But on the positive side, uh, par- children expect us to uh, be responsible, to be people of integrity, to be good role models, right? So parents, we need to focus on those areas to be a good role model to our kids. Likewise, our employer have expectation of us. They expect us to kind of under-promise and over-deliver, right? Even customers, you know, customers have expectation of us. You know, uh, they expect us to fulfill um, the transactions we uh, we signed with them. They, and they also expect us to fulfill every legal binding contract. So people will have expectations, right? But what I'm trying to call out here is the expectations of people that we are trying to live up to at the detriment of the blessings and the good things that God has done for us in Christ Jesus. Right now, one of the ways we can easily recognize the 40 expectations we are looking up to is to look at our behaviors, our habits, you know, how how we interact with people, how we spend our money, you know, in anticipation to get acceptance, to get the acceptance of somebody else. I I hope I'm, I'm kind of helping someone to do some reasoning. Now, look at your behavior, look at your habits, look at how you behave as uh, based on your gender, whether you are trying to uh, dominate, control people, or you're trying to just take the back seat, uh, based on what the media or some industry say about uh, uh, gender roles. Uh, look at your, uh, you, you look at your looks. I mean, what? How are you trying to modify your appearance? Are you tr- thinking of doing some um, kind of surgery? You know, maybe breast surgery or some other kind of surgery, so that you you fit into a particular model and a particular look. Now, when we look at those things that those behaviors, those attitudes that do not give us peace or puts us in a place where we are always uh, full of anxiety, always full of uh, confusion, you know, always looking for someone to accept us. When we look at our behavior around those areas, then we should start asking ourselves, whose expectation am I living up to? Now, who have I made an authority figure in my life in those areas? Who am I trying to impress? Because the thing is this, if we don't recognize and identify these thieves in our lives, we will realize that the more we try to live up to some abstract, some kind of person who who do not really exist, you know, someone somewhere, what the media says, what the industry says, what the business says, what science says. So if you are trying to, you know, deviate from what the Bible tells us to do or is good for us, just to, you know, to fit into a particular um, category of people, the more we do those things, we realize that the more we deviate from our true identity in Christ Jesus and we begin to push ourselves into territories that will rob us of our peace and our joy. So if we want to start assessing 
who's I mean how we are living our life. We want to recognize the faulty um, expectations we are living up to. We can easily start by looking at our be- our behavior, how we spend our money. I mean our thinking, our reasons, our reaction to things. Right. So we, we need to start looking at our uh, behavior. You know, we, we, our interaction with people. Another one thing we need to look at is the kind of relationships we allow in our life. Uh, are they abusive relationships? Are they manipulative relationships? Or are we even manipulative and abusive in our relationship because we want to actually meet certain expectation of somebody or a category or an industry or people somewhere that doesn't really exist? Now, as I'm speaking, I know that some people are begin- now beginning to think that, wait a minute, am I living in a kind of vacuum? Am I just kind of like um, on, on, on a kind of a roller coaster journey? Who am I even trying to impress? I can't even recognize the people I'm trying to impress. I hope that is coming to someone's mind because I had to come to this realization at some point in my life, asking myself, wait, wait a minute, whose scripts am I acting out? Who's, who, who, who is calling the shots? Who is controlling my mind? I mean, who is running my life, right? Because I realized that I, I was struggling to have peace, to enjoy my life at some point in my life. And I was like, wait, this is not the kind of life that God has proposed for me or created me to live. So what's going on? And I got into these um, activities where I started doing a lot of thinking and trying to find out who I'm trying to impress, you know, to the ignorance of my conscious mind. Right. So um, we need to look at those things, those areas where we are living up to um, 40 expectations of other people. Right. So another thing I, I thought I should call out is the authority figures in our lives, which I touched on earlier on. And that's uh, uh, what are the people we have made authority figures in our lives? Is it the government? Is it celebrities? Now, because um, by default, our parents, our pastors could be authority figures in our lives. But uh, in our quest for, so- for societal acceptance and societal recognition, we have uh, kind of enthroned some people in our lives to be authority figures in our lives. And uh, that includes sometimes a government or celebrity. So when the government tells us something as to how you should run your life, even though it is clearly seen, because you don't want to look bad in front of uh, many people who don't know God or who don't know Christ or who don't know the identity in Christ because you want to conform to that uh, that image because you want to be accepted by those people you then make the government authority figure in your life and you do the things that the government asks you to do even though you know it is sinful right and celebrities as well because uh, many of your friends or many people you know tend to follow a celebrity's idea or ideology of who a woman should look how a woman should look what a woman should do or what a woman should look like. So you, because you want to fit into that category of people, you then um, you, you you do the things that they ask you to do, or the things they advise. Uh, you know, some women, some girls, or women, you know, are kind of like uh, walking on the boundaries of nudity on social media. You know, just because they want to fit in. And, and I'm like, ladies, are you thinking that? These things are robbing you of your joy and your peace. 
You know, they are bringing anxiety, depression into your life. You know, why do you want to fit into these things? And, you know, uh, what I've realized is that some people don't even know that what they are, what they do when they try to strip themselves on social media, when they're trying to you know, flirt with men just to get recognition, what they don't know is that's that they're actually living up to the expectation of someone who doesn't care about them and who doesn't give a rip whether they exist or not. Friends, are, are, we, are we beginning to see that, you know, it seems like we've been confused, we've been kind of deluded, we've been deceived, and we've gotten our soul into territories that, you know, rob us of our joy and peace just because we don't find some time to do this reasoning. And I thank God for this uh, privilege is given to me to bring this to the table and to get us to reason together. Now, I, I need to call some things out. Now, uh, God has not called us to live up to anyone's expectation at the detriment of our identity in Christ Jesus. The Bible tells us that we are blessed with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. The Bible tells us that we are accepted in the beloved, so we don't need to go about seeking acceptance. The Bible says that we can do all things through Christ who gives us strength. So, we don't need to try to go through some kind of like short, take some shortcut or go through some kind of corny crafty way to get certain things done, to achieve the things that God wants us to do in life, right? We don't need to cheat people. We don't need to defraud people. We have the ability to become the people that God has made us to be. Uh, the Bible tells us that we are chosen. So we're not people who dropped from heaven or people who just showed up on earth by accident. God chose us. Um, the Bible says that before we were formed in our mother's womb, he knew us and he had a purpose for us. The Bible tells us that you are loved. The Bible says that God is love. You know, Jesus praying for his disciples at some point, he said, let the world know that just the same way you have loved me, you have loved them talking about his disciples and that applies to us too, as well today that just the way God loves Jesus is the way he loves you and I so we don't need to crave for the love of the people who do not have the love of God in their heart majority of the people in this world are selfish self-centered you know they don't they, some Christians don't they have the love of God in their heart, according to Romans chapter 5, verse 5. They are not working in this love. So for you and I to try to crave the love of people who do not who are not working in the love of God or do not recognize or do not know the love of God is doing ourselves a disservice. We should not crave the love of a boy or a girl who does not know the love of Christ. Because if this I'm talking um, now, I'm talking to single people. Because if you if you are going out with someone who knows the love of Christ, who knows the love of God, you don't need to do things to impress them. Do silly, ungodly things to impress them for them to love you, accept you. If they truly know the love of God, they will love you the way you are. They will love you regardless of who you are or what you do. Your imperfections, but I'm not trying to say that we should be living silly lives and ex uh, lifestyle, sinful lifestyle, and expect people to accept us. I'm talking about the inner sense of inadequacies in us that makes us feel like, you know, we are not worthy, we are not good enough. You know, so we don't need to, as a lady, you don't need to strip yourself. You don't need to sleep with that guy for him to accept you, for him to love you. No, you don't need to, we don't, you don't need to I mean, trash yourself so that it can feel good, so that it can accept you. Now, if that guy 
would not love you except you do some stupid and silly things, it shows that he does not know the love of God. God is love and God loves you and you do not deserve a person who does not see the worth and the value in you. Right, so it is time for us to begin to work on ourselves, to gain every freedom we may have lost to a manipulative and controlling expectation of other people. Now, if you haven't living under a kind of imposed identity, I mean, someone has imposed an expectation of you that is below what God has in store for you or something that is uh, fictional, something that is not real, you know, the kind of Hollywood and Nollywood or Bollywood expectation uh, to, or the kind of man you should be. It's interesting how they, how they cook these things up because even the characters that are used in those movies, when you read up about them, um, when they are not on scene, they, they don't even match that expectation at all. They don't even match that criteria at all. So, you know, I think that's a kind of additional information for you guys to go and do some research on some of these guys. I don't want to mention uh, actors and um, actresses' names on, 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 on this podcast, but I've read upon one or a few actors and actresses, and when I see their lifestyle, and I'm, I'm thinking, why can't you emulate the character of the perfect of the perfect man or the perfect woman that you displayed in the movie? Guys, we are not perfect, and we, you know Christ is in us and is helping us to be better people, to be to be better at what God has called us to do, and to become more of who God has called us to be. Right. So, I mean, this is going to be a fight, guys. We have to fight for our freedom to get our freedom back. So wh whoever is controlling you indirectly, it's time for you to say, I'm not going to live up to this person's expectation anymore. I have the abilities of God inside of me. I have the grace of God upon my life. I have the joy of the Holy Ghost in me. And I choose to live the life of peace, the life of joy that God has given to me in Christ Jesus. Guys, I know, I know so well. I've experienced this and I still experience it. You know, when we are taking back our life, the reins of our life from faulty expectation of people. Sometimes we struggle in our we struggle in our emotions and our mind. Sometimes our brain is kind of like a jiggling because we I'll give an example. So if if you have always done something for a person, you know, at the detriment of your own time and your resources to be on that person's good book. Say for instance, every Saturday or every Sunday you go to your this your friend's house right to do something for this person because you want them to accept you because you want them to say something nice about you and you have to always do a lot of stuff to uh, you know to impress them and so that they can have you on their side now when you want to stop that habit i can tell you your emotions will feel like they're ripping apart you will feel some kind of pain you know it's kind of be a struggle and how are you going to do this? So you say, next Sunday, I'm not going to this person's house. No matter how much my feet are trying to lead me to that person's house, I'm not going. I can send them a text message to say hello or just give them a brief call to say hello, but I'm not going there. Now, all the list of these 10, 15 things I do for them just to be in their good books, I'm going to stop. I'm just going to be a blessing to them when I think I should be a blessing to them, but I'm not going to allow this person to control me anymore. Now, friends, it's not that these people are trying to control us, but some of us, we are the people whom in the weakness and in the lack of discovery of our true identity and our worth in Christ Jesus have subjected ourselves to the expectation of these people. Now, another sad thing is that sometimes these people don't even have an expectation of us. They don't even really care about us as we 
as we think and we just want to be on their good books. Some of us, we've just kind of like, you know, tricked ourselves into a bondage that nobody actually put us in. And as I'm speaking, I feel in my heart that some people's eyes are being opened. Guys, this is not for you to become rude or become angry or aggressive but this is a kind of a wake-up call for you to say you know what no longer will i live up to the expectation of people 40 expectation of people at the detriment of my peace my joy you know my happiness right so i also want to say that it is time to discover and to settle for who god says we are and you need to go into the word of God to find these things that God says about you and choose to believe them. And anyone who wants to trash you, who wants to um, mock you, ridicule you because you claim to be what the Bible says you are, you got to avoid them because you can't allow someone to uh, sow negative seed inside of you or make you feel less than you are. Obviously, you are not less than anyone because your level and your worth is at that level of Christ Jesus. Boom. Well, I'll cover that more in future. So guys, please, let's stop living up to other people's expectations at the detriment of our identity in Christ Jesus. God has called us to live a life of freedom, a purposeful life. We should not let anything to enslave us anymore, to take away our freedom, to rob us of our joy. So, guys, um, if this podcast has blessed you, it has opened your eyes, I want to encourage you to find someone to talk to about this. You know, try to help someone else too or find an, uh, an accountable partner who you guys can identify areas of your life where you've been living up to 40 expectations of people and you guys can actually work together to say, you know what, well, I'm going to stop doing these things because I realized that I've been abusing my life, my destiny by doing this or living or by living up to this person's expectation. And so I want to stop doing these things and I want to you to be my accountable partner. So I'm not going to do this anymore. So for that single girl, you want to say things like, I'm not going to allow, I'm not going to sleep with this guy anymore. And um, when he asks me, of some kind of ungodly and unreasonable favors, I'm not going to do it. And if he claims that, if, he's, if, he, if he threatens he want to leave me, I'm going to let him go. But I want you to be my accountable partner. So you may want to have account, accountable partners in, in this area. Right. So um, if this has blessed you, please, why don't you um, say hello to me on, on social media, on Facebook, on Twitter or Instagram. Right, so I look forward to to hearing from you guys on how you are uh, how you are faring, how you're getting better on on taking your freedom back from all of this enslavement and this slavery and these things that have taken your freedom. And I look forward to hearing your story. I look forward to hearing good news from you. And um, thank you so much, guys, for listening.